0: Section 8 of Birds and All Nature, Volume 7, Number 1, January 1900. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Leanne The Gray Stump by Nell Kimberly McElhone. I beg your pardon, my dear said mr flicker but you are quite mistaken that is not a tree stump excuse me said mrs flicker gently but i still believe it is now if they had been the sparrows or the robins or the red-winged blackbirds they would have gone on chattering and contradicting until they came to using claws and bills and many feathers would have been shed but they were the quiet well-bred flickers and so they stopped just here and once more critically regarded the object in question. "'Whoever heard of a stump, old and gray and moss-covered, appearing in one night?' said Mr. Flicker after a pause. "'I have seen more of the world than you have, my dear, and I do assure you it would take centuries to make a stump like that.' "'Let it be here recorded that in this Mr. Flicker was perfectly correct.' "'Well, then,' reasoned Mrs. Flicker, if it is not a stump, what is it? Mr. Flicker looked very wise. He turned his head first to one side and then the other, flashing his beautiful scarlet crescent in the sunlight. Then he sidled nearer to his wife and, darting his head down to her, whispered, It is a person. The timid Mrs. Flicker drew back into the nest in horror, and it was some moments before she felt like putting her head out of the door again. IN THE MEANTIME, SHE HAD QUIETED DOWN TO THE THOUGHTFUL LITTLE FLICKER SHE REALLY WAS, AND HAD GATHERED TOGETHER HER REASONING POWERS. SO OUT CAME THE PRETTY fawn colored HEAD, AND AGAIN THE ARGUMENT BEGAN. THOUGH STILL QUIVERING A LITTLE FROM THE FRIGHT, MRS. FLICKER SAID, IN THE FIRM TONES OF CONVICTION, NO, MR. FLICKER, THAT IS NOT A PERSON. PERSONS MOVE ABOUT WITH AWKWARD MOTIONS, Persons make terrible sounds with their bills. Persons have straight ugly wings without feathers, not made to fly with, but just to carry burdens instead of carrying them in their bills. Persons wear colors that nature disapproves. Persons point things at us that make a horrible sound and sometimes kill. Persons cannot keep still. That is not a person. Mr. Flicker was greatly impressed. "'and stood like a statue, gazing at what his wife called a grey stump. "'She went back to ponder the matter over her eggs. "'The sprightly little warblers and goldfinches "'flashed in and out through the bushes that grew thickly together "'on a small island opposite Mr. Flicker's nest. "'The orioles called to one another in the orchard back of him. "'The catbirds performed their ever-varying tricks in the cherry-tree nearby.' Mr. Water Wagtail came and splashed about on the shore of the creek, and Mr. Kingfisher perched on a stump in the water, watching for a dainty morsel, and still Mr. Flicker sat regarding his new puzzle. He paid no attention to any of his neighbors, but for that matter he seldom did, for the Flickers are aristocratic bird-folk, and mingle very little with their kind, but on this day he was particularly oblivious. "'so greatly occupied was he with the grey stump. "'Once or twice he had detected a slight motion "'on the part of the stump, "'a rustle, a change of position, "'a faint sign of life, "'just enough to make his little bird heart thump, "'but not enough to warrant flight in so discreet a bird. "'But at last there began a quiet bending, "'bending of the stump. "'It was very slow, but none the less certain.' and Mr. Flicker waited with throbbing heart till he saw two large, round, glassy eyes pointed full at him. Then, with a quick note of warning for his little wife, he rose in the air with a whirr, and the golden wing shimmered away in the sunlight overhead. Mrs. Flicker peeped cautiously forth, and, with her unerring bird instinct, sought first of all the gray stump which, alas, was not quite a stump after all and was indeed the cause of danger. She saw the terrible instrument still pointed at her husband, and her heart fluttered wildly, but there was no report, and she watched him till she could only see the occasional flash of the gold-lined wings and the white spot on his back, and then behold, the stump was once more a stump, and Mrs. Flicker returned to her eggs. When Mr. Flicker came back he flew past his house without once swerving and disappeared in a pine tree on the edge of the orchard. In a conclave of cedar waxwings in the next tree, discussed his tactics enthusiastically. The cedar waxwings were also interested in the gray stump, but afraid of it. Oh, no, not they. Care sits lightly on the cedar waxwings' top knot, and he never takes his danger seriously. A series of deceiving and circuitous flights finally landed Mr. Flicker at his own door and he perched himself in his hiding-place of leaves, and watched the grey stump with an air of settled gloom. However, a bird is a bird, even though it be a serious flicker, and before many minutes he and his wife were chatting happily again. Mrs. Flicker even asserted boldly that if she had not her eggs to look after, she would certainly investigate this thing. And then Mr. Flicker began to preen his feathers as if in preparation for the undertaking, but really to gain time and get up his courage when, Take care, take care, came notes of warning from the catbirds, and the stump suddenly lengthened itself like a telescope and walked away, with its two eyed instrument under its arm. Mr. and Mrs. Flicker watched it gather a spray of late apple blossoms, saw it climb the fence, and disappear down the road. I beg your pardon, said polite little Mrs. Flicker to her husband i was wrong it is not a stump but she added coaxingly it really is more like a stump than a person now isn't it and i should not be afraid of it again when miss melissa moore schoolteacher returned to manhattan after her summer vacation she confided to a fellow-teacher that she had made seventy new acquaintances and that she loved them all now miss melissa Moore in her wildest dreams, never thought of herself as being beautiful, being a plain, honest person. She even knew that her bird-hunting costume, the short grey skirt and grey flannel shirt-waist and grey felt hat, whose brim hung disconsolately over her glasses, with no colour at all to brighten her, was not becoming. But if she had dreamed that Mrs. Flicker had called her an old grey moss-covered stump, she would, being only human, have cut her once and forever, and her list of new acquaintances would have numbered sixty nine. End of section eight.